Hello and welcome to the Defend the Den podcast, episode three. Matt George from Sports 1140 KHDK, joined by Casey Taylor, your head coach of the Capital Christian Cougars. And coach, we got plenty to talk about today because it was a week of ups and downs really uh, for you guys. We'll talk about really the road trip and then the game against Modesto Christian and then a big game coming up this week against Grant High. So really so much to break down and unpack. This is your home for all Capital Christian football talk, news, updates, scores. You're going to get it right here on your home of Capital Christian football, the Defend the Den podcast. Coach, first off, before everything gets going, Labor Day weekend just past did you have yourself a good labor day weekend i had a great uh labor day man we um decided to go practice in the morning early so we got it done uh, eight to eleven in the morning and when it's a little cooler and um yeah after all the heat on friday it was nice kind of having a cool practice on monday but had a great time with the family hanging out yesterday and looking forward to getting a good week going on i like that no days off mentality it's holiday who cares you get to work and, and work how had the players respond to that they were i was to go. good you know we had a good practice yesterday obviously we have a real big week this week against uh grant you know after coming off a you know a win against modesto christian and uh in epic fashion there in overtime it was good to get back out there and kind of um, give them the afternoon off getting practicing early and uh you know just preparing for a big week well, there's a lot to break down from this Modesto Christian game, Coach. But before we really get into that, we talked a little bit about how much of a test it is for a team when they when they go on their first road trip of the season. So before any of the games specifically, how did the guys do and how was it for you and the coaches just getting on that bus for the first time and taking that first road trip together? Well, I thought we did a good job. You know, it was obviously a hot week. Um, you know, there was talk about maybe canceling the games because really? of the heat. You yeah. know, it was uh, 110 with a kickoff. We did the JV also, so our JVs were playing at uh, 530 and, you know, varsity. It was a 7:30, um, and it was really, really hot and humid down there. Um, you know, it took a while getting out of town. It, uh, I think, with Labor Day weekend, um, you know, it took us about an hour just to get from Capitol to uh, to the freeway. So we uh, we rolled in at uh, Modesto Christian. Uh, probably about four, four forty, four forty-five. So our our JV guys only had about ten minutes, fifteen minutes to get dressed. Wow. So we were kind of rushing pretty good getting out there. But our JVs did a great job, did a great job uh, getting going. And then uh, you know the varsity guys just I think getting acclimated to the weather and the travel. I thought did a good job on the way down. Uh, we didn't get off to a hot start, so we got to work on a little better of uh, getting off to a better start this week. But um, I thought we did a good job travel-wise going down there, and uh, it would turn out to be a, a great game. You know. From my quote unquote limited time as a um, as a high school athlete, and then from just athletes in general, you hear a lot of the best stories and the best moments are on those trips where the guys it's off the field, not nothing football or sports related. It's just when these guys are interacting with each other. How do you feel the chemistry is with this team here in the early going? Is everybody just getting along, having a good time on these road trips? Yeah, we got a good group. We got a good group with uh, I think good chemistry right now. I mean, obviously you can always get better, and you always are working for that as a coach. I think one of the you know main things is you know we'll try to find the best version of your team throughout the season and uh where it's gonna be a work in pro- progress on that side but like i say i thought going down the guys were uh very focused we took it like a business trip and uh the guys were very uh, focused on the way down and you know minimal talk and just kind of talking about what they needed to do that night and uh you know and then coming home we got home late we got home about 12 30 so it was a long night long day especially with the heat i mean I, that's the first time i think in my 25 years to play in that much you know it was 110 degrees at kickoff so um, but, you know, we're thankful for the grass field. They had a grass field there, so it wasn't there. But, you know, we did a great job with, you know, hydrating our guys and getting prepared and kind of mentally ready for that. So I thought it was, a, you know, great for our guys to get through that and experience that and, uh, you know, not make excuses about it, but really attack it. 
how I mean, it's got to be a lot different and, and a lot easier uh, with the the momentum of coming off of a win and the guys, the confidence level is up when they when they take the bus. Was there a noticeable difference, or do you think they would have approached it the same way no matter what? I think we we're pretty confident going in. You know, I think um, you know we uh, knew we had to go down there and pull, play real well against a good team. Um, we didn't really get off to the. You know, it was the start we wanted, but I was happy for our guys, uh, you know, um, after a slow start of really uh, getting it going. And, um, you know, second half, um, you know, uh, we kind of, you know, I don't know if we wore down, but, you know, Modesto Christian made some plays to really make it a, a big game. And, uh, you know, I was just proud of our guys of just being resilient and not quitting and uh, keep fighting through a bunch of adversity that we faced. Last thing before we dive into this game specifically, uh, from from your perspective, the head coach perspective, can you bring us into what uh, what's going through your head and what y- your travel is like? Uh, what are you doing on the bus and what are you doing when you're you're getting there? Are you thinking game totally, totally, or are you trying to just relax and enjoy the moments with the team? Um, you're always always worried about something, you know. With you know with the kids going, you know, we want to make sure we had all the equipment on the bus, so you know that's a checklist that and working with our staff, getting that taken care of. Um, you know, we we fed the kids, so making sure that's all there and they're getting drinks and things like that. I think you're always just looking for that I think once the bus gets on and you're heading down you kind of catch your breath a little bit take a deep breath and kind of you know kind of look for myself kind of analyze you know what what, what am I what, what, how's the game going to go what am I going to do for this or that situation um, you know but overall I think just kind of said staying focused kind of mentally into the game kind of talking about you know with some of the players that are close to you if they have questions kind of working out those last minute things but um, you know, it, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. We had a nice bus ride down there, and uh, I think it's just the anticipation of getting the game going. Don't go anywhere, Cougar fans. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back, and Coach Casey Taylor is going to break down the overtime win, 36-33, on the road at Modesto Christian. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back in the Defend the Den podcast, our third one already with new head coach of the Capital Christian Cougars, Casey Taylor. And things off to a good start, coach, on your campaign, a 2-0 start. But this week, or last week's, uh, was not an easy victory to get. We mentioned it went into overtime. The final score, 36-33. to Modesto Christian ended up scoring 15 unanswered points in the fourth quarter after a very tough and unfortunate injury, which we will absolutely get to. Uh, but... Let's talk about that first quarter. A lot of scoring in that first quarter, 18 to 14 by the end of the first quarter, Modesto Christian with a slight lead. You mentioned you didn't come out of the gate as well as you wanted to. Why do you think that was, and how did they flip that switch to get through that? Yeah, well, I thought Modesto Christian did a great job. You know, they were coming off a loss from the week before, and uh, they um, they hit some, uh, took some uh, deep ball shots on us, and uh, uncharacteristically, we got beat deep twice uh, for touchdowns. Um, and then offensively, we had a, a key fumble early on in the first quarter. They picked up and returned for a for a touchdown. So I think giving them three uh, quick scores really kind of gave them momentum. Um, I was real proud of our guys. We got back got back to running the ball like we did. Uh, Christian Simmons, who's a just a special running back, special player, special individual, um, was having a great game. And uh, you ended up running for 193 yards and a couple touchdowns, and I think was really imposing his will and uh, got hurt there in the third quarter. But I think his uh, impact there in the second quarter really got us back in the game, making some plays. And uh, uh, Trey Jones filled in at a a quarterback for us and did a good job, and he had – uh, we didn't throw a ton, but when we did complete them, we went deep three time, uh, two times, and uh, he hit Khalil Foy for a 50, 55-yard touchdown and Maurice Gaines for a 50-yard touchdown. That were, you know, big big plays that kind of got the tide going, and we were able to we were able to get back in it in the first half and uh, go to um, go to halftime with the lead. Um, and I think you know making adjustments at half, we you know, we felt like okay, we kind of weathered their storm, didn't play a real good first half. 
But uh, to be ahead, you know, we got to be thankful for that. And let's impose our will here in the third quarter. And I thought we did just that coming out and getting Christian going. Yeah. Uh, scored a touchdown, got up by uh, – um, 15 points, um, and unfortunately, we got the ball back. We got a good turnover by our defense. We got the ball back, and we're driving to hopefully put the thing away in the third quarter. And uh, Christian got rolled up on and uh, you know broke his leg. So we're still kind of waiting to see what's going on with him. But just very unfortunate to you know have a senior get hurt, and you know a kid like that that's uh, been working so hard for to have a great year, and he's uh, you know had close to 200 yards in both of our games. So obviously, he's an impact guy. Um, on both sides and one of our team leaders. But, um, you know, we had guys step up. You know, Deshaun Lalid stepped up again this week and, you know, ran for over 40 yards and got a touchdown. And Michael Ray Williams had a 10-yard run and Maurice Gaines had a 26-yard run and Trey Jones made some plays. So we found a way to kind of get it going. But um, I thought Modesto Christian did a great job going into the fourth quarter. You know, down 15, they uh, put a good drive together and uh, cut it to um, cut it to seven. Um, we kind of exchanged a few punts, and we got some good field position offensively and uh, got a great punt off and pinned them down there too with like six, seven minutes left, thinking, hey, we get a stop here, the game's over. And to their to their credit, they put together a 90, 98-yard drive, you know, with some uh, big key plays. We made a few mistakes. We jumped off sides too much this week and uh, gave them some other opportunities. But um, they kind of took control, kind of wore it down and ended up scoring with the last, last minute and a half of the game. And uh, – uh, and would elected to go tie, so they tied the game up. We got the ball back with about a minute and a half left. Uh, took a deep shot, kind of th- throwing the ball deep, and ended up getting an interception, but it almost worked into a, like a deep punt, you know, so they had the ball inside the 20. Um, we ended up getting a big sack and getting them inside their uh, five-yard line with less than a minute left, so they tried to run the clock out, but there wasn't enough time, so with about 10 seconds left, they brought their punter in, and, you know, if we, if we block the punt, we win, you know, so there's something there, but there's an old rule that uh, I've, I've known for years, but, you know, over 20 years, if you, if, if you can field, uh, if you can fair catch a punt, you can get a free kick from there. So there's no PAT. You just put the T down, and um, you know, the defense has to be 10 yards away from the ball, but you can line it up and kick without any um, without any rushing or anything like that. So it's kind of one of those rules that people aren't real aware of. Um, but uh, this is, these are the situations you want to use them in at the end of the game or before half. So we uh, kind of communicated to our guys. Uh, they got the punt off. Maurice Gaines uh, fair caught it there about the 30-yard line. Uh, we we uh, brought our kicker in. Uh, Kenyon Bauer came in and lined it up. Uh, it was kind of like I said, people weren't real aware of the rule. So, uh, But he had a, basically a free kick from the 30, right middle. If he makes it, we win. If not, we go to overtime. Um, kicked a real good kick. Uh, unfortunately, it was a little bit left, so we were going to overtime. So you know, I think just for us to have that opportunity to win it in, in, in play, I thought was great. But now to go to overtime, it was really, I was really uh, – interested to see how our guys would go, especially with them kind of taking momentum on that and, and having a chance to win and didn't do it. So we won the toss. Um, I mean, over time, you want to be on defense first just for the fact that you kind of know exactly um, you know what you have to do when you get the ball in offense. In high school, um, you have ten play, you, you start the 10-yard line. You have four plays from the 10-yard line, unlike you know college is from the 25. So they got the we wanted to go on defense. They got the ball. Our defense did a great job. Um, forcing them into some, uh, you know, some long. They, they had a penalty. They um, did a good job on first down, which we didn't do a great job of in the, in the fourth quarter on first down, and uh, held them. Knocked, bro- broke up a pass play, so they went for a field goal and they missed it. So we basically had now had the ball. We score, we win. So we gave the ball to Deshaun three times. He did a great job of running it, kind of placing it in the middle. He got it down to what was 
about the two or three yard line, which basically set up a basically a PAT, which was a field goal to win it. And uh, you know we struggled a little bit on our PAT. Uh, Kenyon was one of three during the game, so it wasn't we knew it wasn't a routine uh, kick here. But to his credit, we did a great job blocking it up, got it down, and he uh, kicked it through the uprights, and we were able to get away with a three point win. And uh, you know it was it was a great uh, it was a great way I felt for our guys of just keeping keeping the fight. You know you talked about your guys. Uh, you know, I think the ebb and flow of the games and the highs and lows, I, was, I think it was really good for our guys with Christian getting hurt and DeMarcus not being being eligible. We had a lot of guys out that, um, you know, potentially some, uh, you know, big play guys for our guys to kind of weather the storm and, um, you know, get in that deep water and find a way out. I felt like it was a, it was a big thing for our program. Uh, you know, I think those are games that, you know, you find a way to lose. And I think we did a great job of finding a way to win. And I think that's a sign of a good team. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, we were proud of proud of the effort, proud of the way we found a way to win. Um, but obviously we got a lot of work to do and we got probably our best opponent on our schedule coming into the t- coming in uh, this Friday. But we're real excited. I mean, when I took over this job at Capitol, you know, we want to play big, big time games at home. And, you know, we got a big one this week versus Grant and to be two and oh coming home and, uh, you know, going to have a good week of practice and it's going to be a little cooler. It's not going to be 110. It's going to be, you know, in the high eighties, low nineties. So it's going to be a, just a great atmosphere. And I think that's what we really want to create a capital is uh, having big time games early in the season that are like playoff bounds. And it'll be a really be a, we'll be a great measuring stick to see where we're at. You know, we're a division five school that wants to start working their way up to that division one level. And we're playing one of the, the all time greats in the city here in Grant. Um, and uh, you know we'll see what we're about this Friday, you know, and we're 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 uh, looking forward to having a great week of prep and uh, coming and playing a great 48 minutes or 48 minutes plus on Friday, and uh, you know hopefully make a statement this Friday night. Every game has a story, and every game has its its fair share of adversity. It's fair to say that you faced your team faced a lot of adversity in this game. So to focus on the negative first, with uh, Simmons' injury, a hard injury, you mentioned earlier uh, off air before we were talking uh, that it was an injury that kind of shook the entire team. Your team was well in front, feeling pretty good, had a chance to really put the game away with that drive when he got hurt, uh, and then the momentum shifted, and then they had to bounce back after that. You talk about missed field goals at the end, and then having to make one uh, to win the game, uh, coming out of the gate slow, things of that nature. A lot of fa- uh, just adversity that this team had to face, but somehow they managed to get through and get out with a win. What does that speak to you as the head coach of this football team? Well, I, that's what I think it shows that you know they don't quit, you know, and I think that's a big thing with adversity. You know, it's turning those setbacks and into comebacks. And I thought our guys did a great job of dealing with that adversity, you know, especially this early in the season, and you know, with some of the some of our best guys not in uniform, you know, and uh, that's why that's what I'm excited about this group. You know, we got a we got a good group that you know, wants to keep fighting, you know, they're going to keep fighting. And I think they showed that on Friday, they're going to find a way, you know? And so that's kind of, I think the big, big things we got out of it was we got a group that's not going to, that's resilient. It's going to keep fighting and they're going to find ways to win. And, you know, that's, that's a key, uh, key, uh, key component to having a great season. Let's highlight Christian Simmons a little bit because on the field he he was he's fantastic. He did fantastic in Week One. Uh, he was doing great this week. Uh, you mentioned 193 yards on 18 carries, two touchdowns, and that was just in the third quarter. I mean, he still had a whole another 15 plus minutes to work. Uh, so it would have been exciting to see what else uh, he could have done. However, um, going down, facing this injury, also being a senior, it's it's easy to to put yourself kind of in a tough space mentally or or, or close down or shut down. Uh, but Simmons doesn't seem like the type of guy that's going to be able, uh, going to be doing that. He's still going to be there for his teammates and still going to be that leader. Would you say that's accurate? Oh, no doubt about it. You know, he's one of our team captains. He was uh, 
voted on by his peers and teammates. And, uh, you know, checking in with him on, you know, Friday night and Saturday and seeing where he's at. I'm obviously he's disappointed that it happened. But, you know, some of the texts I got back from him was, hey, I'll be there to help out lead and do what I can, you know. And there's optimistic that, you know, you never know. He could could make it back and they're in the playoffs, you know, and we get if we get we're fortunate to be there and do those things. So, but, you know, you just hate to see that happen to, you know, it's a sport where there are injuries, you know, and you hate to see it with to anybody but especially seniors have really worked hard to put themselves in a great light and like I say he's got off to a great start but but you know the next man up mentality is what, what it's about you know and uh Demarcus uh, Ross was out last week with a sore ankle and he'll be back this week and uh you know he's gonna have to pick up the load and help out with that and guys like Deshaun and uh you know Michael Ray are gonna be guys that are gonna have to step up like they have the first two weeks you know for us to move on from here but it's gonna be a team effort uh, we're gonna have to find ways to, um, you know, get that next guy to step in and make an impact. And um, you know, there's really, uh, you know, it's um, one of those things that's it's really upsetting initially, but something you got to move on. And um, you know, hopefully Christian can be a big part of what we're about, helping us lead off the off the field and you know on the sideline and those types of things to get our guys ready to go and and help those guys of you know pumping them up to to make big plays for in his absence. How important is it to a team to have guys like Christian that that are veteran leaders that really live the team before self mentality? Well, that's huge. You know, that's kind of what it's about, and that's what you hope all all players on your team are about the team and not themselves. And uh, he's one of those guys. You know, like I said, we feel real unfortunate for him to to get hurt, but you know, I mean, things happen in life. You don't know why sometimes, and uh, you know, we'll figure it out as we go on. But um, you know, it's obviously a blow, but it's something we got to get get through, and we got to move on to this next week and uh, find a way to, you know, find a way to uh, get a win this Friday. Last thing for you about this game, Coach. We had a discussion on uh, on KHDK, one of our shows, our morning show, not too long ago, maybe a little less than a month ago, and we were talking about some of the most stressful. Uh, positions to play in all of sports and moments where you're just put in a tough spot and you have a lot of chance to win the game or lose the game and uh, there's just a lot of attention on your shoulders and and one of the ones we highlighted was the kicking position so you mentioned this uh, this game specifically had multiple opportunities to to win the game a couple PATs missed but you still had to send um, Kenyon out there um, to to finish everything off from your perspective as a coach, how important is it to have to have confidence in your kickers, and how much is the team, I guess, behind that skill position? Oh, it's it's a huge part of it, you know. And we have a lot of confidence in Kenyon. You know, there's a lot to it. People don't realize it's not always just the kick. There's got to be a good snap. There's got to be a good hold. There's got to be good protection up front. You know, so there's a lot to it. Just not the kicker. Um, you know, I watch a lot of college football this weekend. You know, um, you know, people miss some field goals. You know, so it happens. It happens. And I think the key to a good kicker is. You know, if you, if you face some adversity again, what we were talking about earlier, you got to you have a short memory and come right back and uh, kick another one. So that's why I was. That's why I felt really good about Kenyon and happy for him that he was able to bounce back in overtime to kick it when we really needed it to go. We've had he had some opportunities earlier on, but for him to be able to bounce back in overtime and make that kick was a was a big one. And I think you know it showed confidence in himself, but I also think it helped our team also to know that we got confidence in him. And uh, he'll continue to get better. And, um, you know, you got to go into every week thinking that, uh, you know, it might come down to a field goal or a PAT. So we got to have that mentality of making sure that if that's the case, we've already been through one of those situations. So we feel like uh, Kenyon's a guy that can win a ball game for us at the end. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. Coming up next, the Big Bag Grant comes into town to take on uh, Capital Christian Week 3 action. This is the Defend the Den podcast, your home for Cougar football.
Welcome back to the Defend the Den podcast. Matt George from Sports 1140 KHDK joined every single week by your head coach, Casey Taylor. And we broke down the Modesto Christian win on the road, the overtime win, and a lot of adversity there. And things aren't going to get too much easier for you, coaches. You have Grant High School coming in to play your Capital Christian Cougars this Friday. Uh, not really a short week of prep because you did mention you had practice on Labor Day, which is good, but uh, some some changes now with the injuries to, to Simmons and, and everything happening uh, there. So first off, with a team that has the reputation of Grant, how do you approach a game like this knowing that you have a great opportunity being 2-0, Grant 1-1, um, but it's going to be an uphill battle, and you know that you're not necessarily the favorite. You're more of the underdog this week. Well, we're excited for the opportunity. You know, it's uh, you know to have an opportunity to play a, a great, great program like Grant. Um, Coach Alberghini, who's uh, you know just a fixture at Grant. Um, you know, he uh, he coached me in the Optimus game back in '88. I've uh, worked some All-Star games with him uh, through the years. Have a lot of respect for what he's done, his staff, and what that program's about. Um, you know, we're real excited for the challenge. You know, when the opportunity came up in uh, January and nobody really wanted to play him, we stepped up and said, "Hey, we'd love to." You know, to see where we're at. So we're real excited for them to come over to our school. Um, one of our coaches, Aaron Garcia, who coaches our quarterbacks, uh, he's a, an ex uh, Grant Grant alum and one of the probably one of the most famous guys over there. It's going to be a great atmosphere, and it's a great opportunity for our kids to see where we're at. You know, when you want to be the best, you got to play the best, and we really feel that about Grant. Um, yes, we are the underdog. Obviously, we're Division Five school, they're Division One school, but we, I, I don't see it that way. I see us. Uh, you know, we got to take care of what we can do and uh, impose our will on them. You know, and play play up. To, we play up to our potential. I have a I have a you know good feeling that we're going to be right there in the end. And uh, you know, we're prepping our guys for a war for 48 minutes or longer if it goes to overtime. And we want to get into that deep water with them and see where we're at as a team. Uh, we hope last week's experience, um, you know, is going to help us, you know, and we just got to find ourselves, uh, you know, um, staying physical with them. They're obviously very big and very fast, and uh, we got to do a better job of not giving up big plays on defense, and uh, we got to do a good job up front. But we want a physical game, and we want to uh, – we know it's going to be a war, so we're going to prepare for that, and um, we need to take care of the football. We need to play better on special teams, and uh, we feel if we do those things, we're going to be right there. So you mentioned this being a a measuring stick game, and I like what you said. If you want to be the best, you got to play the best and beat the best. So knowing and having your players know that this is a measuring stick game, is there a little bit of a chip on their shoulder? They feel I have something to prove, even though technically they are two and zero. Or how do you approach this game with the the full week of practice? What's your message to all the guys? Yeah, I think we always want to play with a little chip on our shoulder. I think it's very important sense of urgency. I just think with uh, the opportunity we have Friday. Um, you know, if we can uh, do uh, play, play up to our potential and, you know, beat Grant and kind of show what we're about, I really feel it's a big statement game for capital, you know. And if um, we don't take care of business and get uh, thrown around our stadium, you know, maybe that tells us we're a Division Five team. That's where we need to stay, you know. So I think it's a big time, uh, you know, where are we at, you know. And you take this job in uh, January and uh, you hope you're 2-0 and and playing Grant. You want to set the stage. It's going to be a packed house. Uh, I know we're playing on a – Access TV, you know, it's going to be a televised game. You know, there's going to be a lot of recruiters there, a lot of buzz to kind of see what we're about, you know. And um, that's why it's important talking to the guys today, watching film is just, you know, we got to stay focused, have a great week of practice, and uh, understand we're not going to win every play. We're not going to win every play, and there's going to be some mistakes made. But how we bounce back and re-rack it and get going and try to win the next play is going to be key for us. Um, obviously, with some injuries and there's going to be some tweaking and adjusting, we got to make sure we do a good job on that. But we under we 
got to understand what they're trying to do to us offensively and defensively. Um, like I said, we got to take care of the football. That's going to be key. If we can take care of the football and not give up big plays for touchdowns, I think we're going to be right there. You know, and when we, um, you know, we're, we're going in there to win. You know, we ain't looking to, you know, hey, let's play and keep it close or nothing like that. You know, we're we're going to go Friday going to win, and when we win on Friday, we're not going to be uh, surprised we did. With the adversity that you faced in in this last week and and all the the changes that you're going to be making this week the slow start from last week as well are there any things specifically that you're looking to to tweak and focus on and and want to correct right away for this week well, I think, like I said, just starting off, we got to get off to a better start. And I think the first couple of weeks we haven't started off. And that could be a lot to do with just, you know, anxiety and the nerves of the, you know, having a home opener and then being on the road and being a little different. I think that's going to be the very key thing with Grant. You know, um, you know, Grant has a great following. They have a lot of people there. They're, they're, they have a lot of players. It's going to be, uh, they're big, they're loud. And, uh, you know, I'm, I've played them a few times in the past. And it's one of those things that, you know, you need to get through warmups, not down. You know, I think a lot of teams they play, they intimidate a little bit to where they're, kind of already in a hole starting off. So that's going to be key for us, just matching it right off the bat. Understand we're going to have a good storm from them coming after us. Can we withstand that storm? That first six minutes is going to be key for us. Um, and we hope that if we can uh, withstand that and implement our game plans and our physicality, you know, we feel we can be right there and then hopefully get this game, a tight game into the fourth quarter where, you know, our conditioning and execution and that can take care of it and uh, find a way to win like we did last week. You mentioned head coach Albergini, his 49th year with Grant, and uh, he's had an impact on your life. Coached you. You've spent time with him. Uh, it seems to be a common theme is a lot of a lot of coaches know each other, interact with each other, and have worked with each other in one way or another. Uh, can you dive a little bit deeper into uh, his impact, not just over you, but over football in this region over those past 49 years that he's been around? Yeah, he's had a great impact on the game. I think especially, you know, just being at one place for so long that he has. But if you really look at the, you know, over the last 10, 15 years, the the rise of our football here in the Sacramento region, um, you know, with the new state bowl games and uh, Grant being that first team from our area to, to be an open team to go down and beach Long Beach Poly and win a state, I think it's really – you know, to show to everybody around here that it's possible. It's possible to win a state title. It's possible to compete for state state titles. And I think that really opened the door for a lot of programs, especially when I was at Del Oro, same type of thing. You know, um, you have opportunities. So they really set the standard on that. And I think just him, uh, he's just been a big mentor to a lot of a lot of our younger coaches, you know, that, you know, myself in, my, in late 40s and early 50s, he's been a guy that just keeps grinding and doing his thing. And I think all everybody has a lot of respect for him, you know. He's been through a lot of adversity. You know, I know when I was at Del Oro, we played them, and the week before we played them, uh, one of their um, one of their coaches uh, got shot and killed. You know, with his girlfriend, and it was a big thing. And for them to come through that, and then a couple years back with JJ Calvo's situation, where one of his players got shot, and just to show the, and you know, tragically passed away, just to show that community. Um, you know, and staying strong for them, I think, just speaks volumes of what he's done for that community of Del Paso Heights versus, you know, what he's accomplished, which he's accomplished a lot on the field. But I really feel, and I've been very fortunate, like I said, uh, he's coached me when I was uh, an optimist guy back when I was in high school. And then uh, I think I've, I've done a probably, probably a handful of all-star games with him and his staff and really gotten to know them and break down those stereotypes of uh, Del Paso Heights. And, it, you know, it's not safe down there. It's great. It's a great place. We love going down there, watching football and hanging around with these guys. So we have a lot of respect for the Grant staff, and um, you know we're just looking forward for a great night to compete with them, and uh, just you know, um, you know, and early in the season having that playoff atmosphere where um, you know you can't 
you can't these these games are ones that you you know are going to help you down the road you know it's kind of like last week with Modesto Christian you can't simulate an overtime game and making plays you know and a week one experience when you see that later on when a lot of things are on the line that's why you play these games and uh, Grant's going to be a big test for us like I said we have a ton of respect for them we know they're going to bring their A game we better be ready to go we're going to get embarrassed um, and our plan is to you know get after it and play great 48. Lastly coach when you're uh, you're lining up on the sidelines today for this game against Grant, you look across the field and you see head coach uh, Albergini or Albergini over there. Are you? Is there nerves and intimidation with with your respect for him, or is there is that does that just relight that competitive fire in you to man? I, I respect this guy, I love this guy, I've worked with this guy, but now I want to go out and beat him. Yeah, that, I would say that. You know, I have a lot of respect for Al, but I, you know, I'm not intimidated or anything like that anymore. I think I know who, who he's about and what he's about. And uh, like I said, it's gonna be a great competition. I love, uh, you know, it's great playing against the best coaches and the best teams and kind of seeing where you're at. And you know, you wish them the best, but then you know, during that 48 minutes, you're getting after and you're competing. And uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be great for us and our staff and our kids and our community and our and our you know our um, our our uh, you know our culture on our school. What we're trying to create, you know, I think this is a big big statement game that we can really show what what Capital Christian football is gonna gonna offer here through the next few years. And I think this is a a big uh, platform for us to really show what we're about and what we've done so far. But not only that, of where we want to go. Coach, thank you again for your time on the Defended Den podcast this week, Friday. Grant and Capital Christian at Capital Christian, the Cougars. Uh, tough test, but I think you guys are ready for it. Thank you again for joining me. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it.